Hey everybody, thanks for stopping in and welcome to Rowdy Dragon's Fantasy Sportsbook. I am, of course, Rowdy Dragon, one of the resident fantasy experts over here at tobychristie.com. And I'll be here every week with some featured head-to-head -head matchups and I'll break them down to help you decide who you like. I'm over here crunching the numbers so you don't have to. We all know how time-consuming that can be, so let the dragon do the agonizing for you, whether you're playing just for fun or betting the odds. Speaking of odds, I'll also find your favorite driver odds and let you know just where to find them. I'll also look at some potentially good long shot driver odds and I'll cap it off with my favorite picks for the featured matchups and give you my favorite for the win. All right, thanks for coming and having a listen to Rowdy Dragon's NASCAR Fantasy Sportsbook. I appreciate you all stopping by to have a listen. Let's take a look at this week's head-to-head -head matchups and see who we have to work with. All right, starting on top, we've got the 8 car. Kyle Busch going up against Ryan Blaney in the 12 car. Chevy versus Ford battle. The 23, Bubba Wallace going up against the 45, Tyler Reddick. Teammates. Next, we've got the 6 car of Brad Keselowski going up against the 5 of Kyle Larson. A Ford versus Chevy battle. And finally, Ross Chastain in that number 1 Chevy going up against the 19 of Martin Truex Jr. in his Toyota. All right, back to the top, looking at their career stats. Kyle Busch has 36 races at the track, eight of those being top five finishes, and that places him up in the top five in 22.22% of his races. He's got 10 top 10 finishes, that places him up in the top 10 in 27.78% of his runs. He's got seven DNFs at the track, that averages out to 19%, and Kyle has led 269 laps at the track, that averages out to 7.4 laps led per race. His average finish at the track is 19.9, and he has two wins, winning in over 5.5% of his races. Ryan Blaney's got 18 races run at the track, five top five finishes, putting him up there in 27.78% of his runs, seven top 10 finishes. He finishes up in the top 10 in 38.89% of his runs. He's got four DNFs, that averages out to 22%, and his laps led is 275 which averages out to 15.278 laps led per race. His average finish at the track is 15.2. Blaney also has two wins at the track, winning in over 11% of his runs. Now we're going to take a look at the comparable tracks, which would be obviously Talladega in the spring race. And then we're looking at Daytona and Atlanta, both in the spring and summer races from this season. So taking a look at their averages on these tracks, puts Kyle Busch's average finish position at an 8.4. Ryan Blaney comes up with a 12.40. Kyle a little ahead there. Driver ratings puts Kyle Busch at 79.26 and Ryan Blaney a 95.8. So here we have two drivers who are both hit and miss when it comes to the super speedways. This season they both have had decent success. Kyle Busch successfully finishing all the super speedway races this season and Blaney only wrecking out in one of them. Why am I talking about wrecking, you may ask yourself. Well, you heard their career stats a minute ago. Both drivers have quite a few DNFs at Talladega. Kyle did win here back in the spring, and Blaney came in right behind him in P2. Blaney had a better run going on the day as shown by his 110 driver rating. He just didn't close the deal. Kyle's driver rating was an 86.8. You can also see Blaney's comp track driver rating is much higher than Bush's, showing he has run well, where Bush has just been able to position himself for a good finish in the closing laps shown by his average finish position. Bush seems to be falling off in a bad way as of late, and he has not been real kind to Rowdy this season, so for me, I've gotta go with Blaney here. Just gonna go plain and simple there. <laughs> just 
Bush will screw me no more. All right, our second matchup has the 23 car Bubba Wallace going up against the 45 car Tyler Reddick. Bubba's got 11 races run at the track. He's got one top five finish, finishing up there 9.09% of his runs, as well as one top 10 finish. Again, 9.09 for him to finish up in the top 10. He's got three DNFs, which averages out to 27%. And he's got 88 laps led at the track, averaging out to eight laps led per race. Bubba's average finish at the track is 19.7, and he has one win, winning in over 9% of his races. Tyler Reddick's got seven races run at the track, no top five finishes, two top tens, averaging a top 10 finish in 28.57% of his runs. He's got two DNFs at 29%. Tyler's got 34 laps led, averaging out to 4.85 laps led per race, and his average finish is 22.3. He still has no wins at Talladega. Now let's take a look at their comp track average finish positions. After looking at Talladega Spring, Daytona Summer and Spring, and Atlanta Summer and Spring. Bubba Wallace, his average finish comes up to 22.4. Tyler Reddick, 22.4. Driver ratings, Bubba comes up with a 65.7. Tyler Reddick, 62.04. Here we have another real close match. In fact, this is now the second time in two weeks I have seen two driver average finishes being identical. Not only that, their driver ratings are nearly the same as well. So where does that lead us with this matchup? Well, I've got to fall back on Dega from the spring race where Bubba had a good day going, only to be collected up by the big one. Reddick, he survived. Again, the driver rating says all here with Bubba's 91.9 .9 being third best and Reddick finished P16 with a 58.4 driver rating, ranking him 29th overall. Wallace had the second best average running position, where Tyler comes up in the 25th spot. I can continue on with the loop data stats, but it would only make Reddick look bad. So I'm going with Daryl Wallace Jr. on this one. Rowdy's pick. All right, our next matchup has the six car Brad Keselowski going up against the five car Kyle Larson. Brad has 29 races run at the track, He's got 10 top five finishes, finish, finishing in the top five in over 34.4% of his runs. He's got 14 top 10 finishes, finishing in the top 10 in 48.28% of his races. Brad has four DNFs, that averages out to 14%, and he has 315 laps led, averaging 10.862 laps led per race. His average finish at the track is 15.3, and he has six wins at the track winning in over 20.6% of his races. Kyle Larson, he has 17 races run at Talladega with one top five finish to his credit, finishing in over 5% of his races in the top five. <laughs> and he's got three top 10 finishes, finishing in the top 10 in over 17.6% of his races. He has six DNFs at the track, that is 35%. 53 laps led for Kyle at the track, averaging out to 3.11 laps led per race, and his average finish at the track is 23.4. Larson's still looking for his first win at Talladega. All right, looking at the comp tracks and their finish positions, has Brad Keselowski sitting at a 7.4, and Kyle Larson's average comes up to 29. Big difference. Looking at their driver ratings, Keselowski comes up with 89.84, Larson 74.86. Huge discrepancy here on all accounts. We don't have to look any further than this. Kyle Larson is just a bad super speedway racer, 
This year alone, he's had four DNFs out of five on super speedways. Brad has had one bad finish getting into an accident at the Daytona 500 season opener, but again, his driver rating in that race was 105.2, showing he is good to go. Rowdy's pick, Brad K. All right, our final matchup puts Ross Chastain up against Martin Truex Jr. Ross, he's got nine races run at the track, two top five finishes, averaging top five and top 10 finishes in 22% of his runs, finishing in the top 10 twice as well. Ross has no DNFs and has 62 laps led at the track with an average of 6.88 laps led per race. His average finish at the track is 18.2 and he does have one win in Talladega. Martin Truex Jr., he has 37 races run at the track, three top five finishes, puts him up in the top five in 8.11% of his runs. He's got nine top 10 finishes, finishing up in the top 10 in over 24.3% of his runs. Martin has 13 DNFs, that's 35%, and his laps led puts him at 95, averaging 2.56 laps led per race. His average finish at the track is 21.4. Martin still has no wins at Talladega. Looking at the comp track averages, puts Ross Chastain's average finish position at 19.4. Martin Truex comes up with a 22.8. Ross Chastain, his average driver rating, comes up to 65.62. And Martin Truex has an 83.46. Ross has the better finish position. Truex, the better driver rating. Well, as you can see here again, we have a close match. Chastain takes the comp track finish position average and Truex had the better driver rating. But again, where finishing the race is concerned, I have reservations once again. Truex, with that 35% on not finishing the race, just is not working for me. And Ross in nine races has finished everyone. Simply put, the obvious choice for me here is the one car for Ross Chastain, for Rowdy's pick. All right, folks, we've made it to the point of the show where we take a look at Rowdy's season average. Last week, I put up 20 points second-guessing myself, making a little error. Somehow I managed to put Kyle Busch in over Busher, not reviewing my notes, seeing that he wasn't finishing in over 30% of his races. I would not have rostered him, so I don't know what I was thinking. I guess that teaches me to do everything on Monday and Tuesday and then put your lineups in on Sunday. So review your notes, folks. Anyway, last week I put up 20 points. Week 29 out of 1160 points possible, I've got 660, and I currently remain at 57%. With Talladega looming, that's not a comfortable feeling, but we'll see what happens this weekend. All right, let's take a look now at the sports books and see how the casinos have the top 10 listed, who their favorites are. Starting on top with Brad Keselowski, he's listed for plus 1200. You can only find him over at Bet Rivers for that value. Ryan Blaney also comes in at 12 to 1. You can find him at BetMGM, DraftKings, Caesars, and BetRivers. Bubba Wallace, he comes in at 14 to 1 at BetMGM, FanDuel, DraftKings, Caesars, and BetRivers. Everyone is agreeing with him. He opened at 16 to 1, so he's been bet down already. And I think that's the only one I've seen bet down at this juncture, but it's early. Chris Busher comes in at plus 1600 as well. You can find him only at BetMGM for that value. William Byron also 16 to 1 at BetMGM and Bet Rivers. Chase Elliott 16 to 1 at Bet Rivers. Joy Logano also plus 1600 only at FanDuel. Danny Hamlin I found him at FanDuel for 1600 and we take a jump on the next driver. Kyle Busch is listed at plus 2000. 
on DraftKings and DraftKings only. Finally, rounding out the top 10, you've got Kyle Larson, also listed plus 2,000 at BetMGM, FanDuel, DraftKings, Caesars, and BetRivers. They all agree. As far as any values here this week, we're just going to skip that. It's Talladega. Anything can happen. But we will take a look at some long shots. So looking at this week's long shot, again, takes me to Legacy Camp with Eric Jones. That team has found something recently, and it could show up here again at Talladega. Eric has good numbers at the Super Speedway. In the last seven races, he has six top 10 finishes. That's 85.7%. For a top 10 finish, you can find Jones for plus money at plus 125. And for the outright, he's listed for 35 to 1. Get you some Eric Jones. All right, another long shot, Eric Amarola. He's a good driver to consider this week. He's had multiple top 10 finishes and a win to his credit. At one point in his career, he went eight races in a row, finishing in the top 10 while running for two different organizations, Petty and Stuart Haas. It's been a number of races since, so he makes the long shot list this week. If you want to place a top 10 bet, you can find him listed for minus money at minus 140, and maybe he's worthy of a gamble for the win at plus 2200. Not many long odds to work with this week due to the nature of this track. Now moving on to this week's winner winner pick. I almost generated a random number for this one, but I reckon I can go with the chalk here this weekend. Kozlowski is just too good here to pass up. I think he could get his seventh win on Sunday. With the way RFK has been performing as of late, it's doable. So Brad K, this week's winner. Alright folks, that about does it over here. But before I go, I want to invite you to listen to another great podcast, The Final Lap Weekly, with Kerry Murphy and Toby Christie, two great guys talking about all things NASCAR. Come on over to tobychristie.com and click on the podcast tab, or you can find it at thefinalapp.com, both websites having a wealth of information, as well as a couple of great podcasts. All right, folks, that's it for me here this week. I bid you all good luck at Talladega, because you're going to need it. If you avoid the big one, You've done well. All right, guys, we'll talk to you again next week. We'll see you.